Power to the people, we are back to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we're going rock like crack when it came in. Welcome in to another edition of the World Famous Two Stub Nigerians podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. I am one half of your host podcast, Pete. I'm joined as ever by my illustrious co-host, my co-hostess with the mostess. He goes by many names, but over here we like to refer to him as the guy that gave you the look, the first and even the hook. That's why every pod sounds like Kex featuring Kex. Raheem, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Blessed and highly favoured. How are you? Ooh, he said blessed mm. and highly favoured. Come on, man. Come on, man. So it's not just that you're highly favoured. Mm-hmm. On top mm-hmm. of being highly favoured, you're also mm. blessed. Because the thing is, how can, just... be, how can you be highly yeah. favoured if you yeah. didn't first receive the blessing? No, but that's it. It's not just that you're blessed. Mm. It's just that it's about, it's that amongst being one of the people that are blessed, mm-hmm. you're also favoured highly. Highly, highly. Not lonely. Wow. Not Come. lonely. Mm. You know, some people aren't even favored. They're blessed, man. but they're not favored. Man, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> How can you be blessed by everything's going wrong? <laughs> like, you're not favored. You're yeah. not favored. You're no one's favorite. That's how Red Cross feels. That's crazy. <laughs> that's beautiful oh, to hear. That's beautiful to hear. Thank you, everyone, for clicking onto this. If this is your first time joining us, or if this is your 101st time joining us, we appreciate you. We are the Two Stop Nigerians podcast. We release weekly podcasts every single Monday right here on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, we are there. We do weekly album reviews. We review all the latest trending topics and hot gossip in the world of music. Um, we ha- do YouTube reviews on our YouTube channel, Two Stubborn Nigerian. Check us out there. Um, we really appreciate if you follow us on our Instagram channel. It's two underscore stubborn underscore Nigerians. You can take that same at and use it on our TikTok to underscore stubborn underscore Nigerians. And of course, you can check us out on our Twitter at 2S Nigerians. But we are here, track 101, the 101st episode of the Two Stub Nigerians podcast. Technically, that's a lie because we have a shit ton of bonus content out there for, for you as well, wherever you get your podcast from. But we're here. How's your week been? <sighs> it's a good question, man. My week has been, it's been hectic, man. It's been hectic. It's been a bit of everything. So obviously we finished recording last week, this time last week, in fact. Um, and the, the second we finished recording, I had to start getting ready to go see Don Tolliver, um, who was at Wembley this time last week. And man, that was an experience. That was an experience. I didn't how can I put it? I knew that obviously Don Tolliver has hits. I know Don Tolliver has hits. If there's anyone who's gonna who doesn't have to be told that Don Tolliver has hits, it's Raheem. But that being said. I didn't expect him to perform half the songs that he performed because it was a lovesick tour. I really assumed that he was going to be there to mainly just perform the lovesick songs. But now nah, he gave us a bit of everything, a bit of everything. Now, at the price of giving us a bit of everything, he didn't perform some of the songs that I wanted. Like, he didn't perform for me, which really upset me. He broke my heart a little bit. But that being said, the songs he did perform, wow. Wow, man. That, and the environment. Wembley might be my favourite my favorite concert venue in general because it's just so it's big but it's close hmm? time out specify Wembley Arena Wembley Arena that. <laughs> yeah there's a very big difference <laughs> yeah, the difference is insane like literally 70,000 worth of seats difference <laughs> so let's be real oh man nah yeah Wembley Arena is a beautiful place to go see concerts man so that was fun immediately after that got home had stopped planning. I call him go to Germany. Germany was what Monday to Wednesday. These people tried to kill me. 
they tried their best to see Raheem fall, but they don't know that, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I am blessed and highly favoured, so I can't fall down. No no way. No way are they going to make me fall down. Um, got through that, came back to the UK, and I've just been trying to... I've just been trying to stay above water since I've got back to the UK, man. I'll be honest with you, man. It's been long. It's been long. I've been tired. But we thank God, man, because the week's over. <sighs> Soon come, we'll start a new week, and that last week will be history, so... It's crazy. Please, man. Trying to stay above water, and it's been raining like a motherfucker in this country. For real. For real. Bro, yesterday I was like, you know, I'm hungry, and let me step out to go and get food from, like, Starbucks or something. I opened the door, I looked at the rain for a good 10 seconds, I was like, oh, so you're just going to carry on raining this heavily. Right. <laughs> you know, let me get to the car. <laughs> like, just relax for like, a few seconds. <laughs> the car's already unlocked, I just need to open the door and get in, like. Yo, I looked at it, I looked at my jacket, I said, there's not even any point, there's no point. You, you, ain't, gonna, you ain't got the facilities for that, <laughs> Um, you know you're playing a game and they say okay you're ready to fight the boss and you're mm-hmm. like mm, mm, this sword isn't going to do enough damage I already know you see the boss that's what it's them going to let you see the boss before you have to go fight it and you're like I'm not ready for this I, don't, yeah. I haven't I haven't guarded enough points for this boss yet like, Bam, you see one cutscene you're like mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh-uh. He killed my nigga. He just killed my nigga. Fam, that guy was stronger than me. <laughs> you see me, dog? I'm I'm type of nigga that's standing on business, nigga. One man mm. against 50, nigga. One man army, that's me. That's me out here. Yo, that's going to be me next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> me as Miles versus everyone. Come. Come here. <laughs> Come catch these hands. I'm outside. Oh, my God. Sure. <laughs> Have you been there, man? How's your how's your week? Yeah, I've been good, man. Busy, busy as always. This whole month's busy. Black History Month, and we've obviously with my with my line of work's been busy. Doubly busy with obviously the conflicts that we're seeing in um, Palestine, Gaza, and, and um, just send up thoughts and prayers to everyone out there and people of Palestine specifically and what they've been going through for decades, really. But this week, especially with the violence that we're seeing, and then how's that how that's obviously trickled down into my world into what we do in schools and what we see in schools that's a bit um a bit tough you know what i'm saying but you know we and still our rise in the words of legendary poet maya angelou uh, we keep going because we have no other option really like imagine mm-hmm. trying to stop it wouldn't make you know sense at this point. you know it doesn't make sense because you can stop but hmrc doesn't mm. 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 like you like you can stop mm-hmm. but energy doesn't man Man, you know what I mean? Man, <laughs> like Man. I could stop. Like me myself, I could just say I'm done. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop. Manchester City Council will still be knocking on your door. Like, hey yo, it's crazy because that's how Westside was knocking on the door this anyway. We'll talk about it in a second, but they'll be knocking on your door like, hey yo, mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. it's Westside Pooty. <laughs> <laughs> If you broke, say you broke. If I'm like, okay, I'm broke. That don't matter. We still need our money. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? what? Yeah, the council knocking on your door and saying, baby, you a window you shopper. shopper. <laughs> Man, it's me. I think I know what. Yeah. They had you that eviction notice. That's what yeah. Yo, that's... Oh I, could never, I could never be Peter Parker, bro. 
Because what do you mean I just saved New York City and I come mm-hmm. back and I see an eviction notice on my door? Fam, I would have to. That would be my villainology story. I'd have to turn it to better. <laughs> like, I have to. This is why, for as much as I love like all the superheroes and all that in Marvel and DC and all that, the one that I relate to the most is always with Iron Man. Because, yes, mm-hmm. give him my accolades. You saw me. I did mm-hmm. that. That's me. In fact, let me go perform on the stage with, with 10 Thank bad bitches you. behind me. That's what I'm saying. I'm a billionaire too. Like, I don't need this. I'm doing, like, I'm doing this for the love of the game. I don't need this. I can literally be doing anything else. Bro, and you best believe when I sacrifice myself, mm-hmm. you guys better, bro. I want street art all around the gap. Like everywhere. All around the gap. Everywhere. I want a statue. Yep. yep. Multiple. That simple. It's that simple. Man. <laughs> look at us look at us we're meant to be a music podcast here we are talking about anything but music man hey we mentioned West Side Gun's name we did we did we did and we will of course get into that a little bit later as you can probably guess if you're again if you've been here 101 episodes you know West Side Gun dropped yesterday so there's only one artist that we're really going to come in in here and talk about for our album of the week later on in the pod stick around for that look at me getting that retention look at mm. that mm. Just hook mm. them in and like, oh shit, that's mm. my West Side Gun in a few minutes. Let me stick around. You know what I'm saying? Now they can't go anywhere. <laughs> They're like, yeah, Yo, you know, yeah, let me go cook my plantain. I'll come back to listen to this podcast. Like, what West Side? Mm. West Side? <laughs> what have you been listening to this week, good sir? I've been listening are to you a good sir. Um, I'm a sir. I'm a sir. Listen, that's a different battle, man. I can't determine if I'm good. That's up to other people for real, bro. Um, I've been listening to a lot. I've been listening to a lot this last week. Um, Obviously, I went back. I say obviously, maybe not obviously, given what our review was last week. But I did go back and try and listen to For All The Dogs to give it a bit more more of a chance. Um, My thoughts on it have not changed whatsoever. I don't know why I gave that chance. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Drake's hilarious. I have to cut you off, and I'm really sorry. So, did you see any of his and Joe Biden's beef this week over this? Oh, album? It's such a mess. But yeah, carry on. It's a mess. And so, like, obviously, I don't watch Joe Biden's podcast anymore for real. Um, but I saw some of the clips. I was reading some of the quotes, and it was dead funny. So, did you see the DM that Drake supposedly sent to Joe that Joe read out on the pod? I saw like a few seconds, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not reading this, bro. Drake's- Drake's hilarious. In the DM, you must have said to him, to Joe, you're out there making it seem like I fuck 25-year-olds and that. I'm like, bro, on your third song of the album, you said you're fucking a 21-year-old. <laughs> Drake's, the, Drake's the funniest, bro. And you know who's funnier than Drake? The only person who's funnier than Drake, dead ass, is Drake's super fans. Because that dead ass try to pretend like they like this album. And it's so oh, funny. It's, it's so insane. Funny. It's insane. Like... I didn't know if we were going to be manage to get into this because I had this thought earlier this morning as well, and I'm happy that we're here now because the way that Drake fans have been defending this album has been disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's been disgusting, and I really, I really need to get out some of your necks for this because the take that oh yeah, Drake is doing this so for the younger fans, and Drake is doing this is not for us older, older head music listeners to enjoy it and we need to just let the kids enjoy it and my response to that is all I'm hearing you say is that Drake has no musical integrity he has no integrity when it comes to making music and that to me disgusts me more than Drake making bad music 
let me even let me even give you what that what why that is even doubly stupid. Let me hold you mm. that. Right? Was the person who was saying this to you in and around the same age as you? It wasn't even anyone personal, you know. But that is fact, no. Some people personally were the same age as me who had that take. In the same age of you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they realize we're ten years younger than Drake? Crazy. Like who? Who Crazy. are the younger fans? Who are the younger fans? Are we old heads? We're twenty six. Drake is ten um, years our senior. <laughs> Drake is ten years our senior. Who? Who are the younger fans? If that's the case, then the music should be for us, no. It should be for us. It should so, be for us. <laughs> it should be for us, no. Like, what's, what do you mean? With the younger, we are the younger fans. Like what? Mm. We're old heads. We are old heads to eat in them. Like yes, that's fine. Yes, that is. Well, we're old heads to ice fights. That's mm. fine. Drake, with the younger. Like, what do you mean? We're ten years younger. When did you say generation is Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Why was G on that album? I could. Oh. No, but this is no. But really, this is the thing. This is the thing now. This is again the way they're trying to defend it. I saw someone sweet like Drake is probably going to get number one and number two on Billboard this week, right? With singles mm-hmm. with I don't give a fuck with Yeet, which has obviously been going crazy on TikTok as well, and first person shooter with Cole. Mm-hmm. And people are like, see all this, and it's still a bad album. Quotes. Are those songs good because of Drake or because of Yeet and Cole? Mm. Mm. Is a question. Is a question that we know the answer to. We know the answer to. Those songs are not good because of Drake. There's maybe one or two songs that are good on this al- on that album because of Drake. Maybe one or two, and I feel like I'm stretching it at that point. And the one that the one that bothered me the most when I saw people trying to defend it, it's like um, you know people because even even like you right now, where you were just like, why why was he on this album for his up? And it's like you know. Um, you know, people getting bothered with Drake because he's he's going, you know, getting these younger guys on his album, but no one said anything when Jay-Z did the same thing on the blueprint when he had Drake and J. Cole on the album there, even like a Mr. Hut. And I was and Cuddy, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Jay-Z didn't try and make a 2009 J. Cole song in 2009. Yeah. Jay-Z didn't try and make a 2009 Drake song. He made a 2009 Jay-Z song with all the positives and negatives that that comes with and said to Cole and to Drake and to Cuddy, come find a way to fit this. Yeah. And all, all of them he did to an amazing extent. That's the difference. That's mm. the difference. That's the thing. Both in penetrating those other generations and ascending to his godfather of rap status didn't feel the need to say let me go and get the hottest spanish artist in the world and go and try and do a spanish artist in the world song he said let me get the hottest young artist in the world in a drake and a cole and just give them shine on my platform but this still my platform it's still jay-z music like those songs still sound like jay-z songs mm. but anyway we're spending enough time listening to whilst you've been listening to this week man I'm listening to a lot, man. I gave George Smith's album a chance, and I love it. I love George Smith's new album, man. It is fantastic. It might be my favorite favorite George Smith album, to be honest with you. You're stretching that. Um, that one. You're I know you're gonna say that. You're a stretch four. Yeah? That's the thing. You're a stretch four, and I get. It. I'm so pissed off because my current is a stretch four. It's stretch four. <laughs> I'm right, it's that TK play style. I'm so pissed off you said that, but <laughs> nah, I think it's 
No, not even maybe. There's no maybe about it. This is definitely my favorite George Smith album, uh, Falling or Flying. It's just it's exactly what I wanted from George Smith, man. It's something that when I play when it plays, it's just so smooth to my ear, man. It's beautiful. Um I went back and I listened to an album I haven't listened to in a while. Um Freddie Gibbs. Oh my god, what was it? Souls SSD. Was it? Soul sold separately. <laughs> Souls <laughs> Souls sold separately. Um Yeah, man. It's a weird one because the songs that are like whatever on that album are whatever for sure. But the songs that are special on that album, oh my god. Oh my god, man. Is those songs are enough for me to like come back and just really enjoy my experience going back to that album. Um what songs you got from that? What did you say? What songs you got from that? Uh let me I got Dark Hearted, Gold Rings, Feel No Pain, and Too Much are the major highlights of that album. And the way that they're spaced out is nice because they're kind of evenly spaced out throughout that album. Um, but Dark Hearted, funnily enough, because Dark Hearted came on, on Shuffle and I remember hearing that and just thinking, oh my God, I haven't heard this song in so long. What album was this off yet? Yeah, let me go back and listen to that album. And that's what inspired the whole thing. Um, but yeah, man, going back and listening to Soul Soul separately was a fun experience, man. It was a fun little experience on the plane, so... Yeah, outside of that, though, you know me, I've just been on my shuffle stuff, listening to whatever, wherever, seeing if anything inspires me. Well, something's going to inspire me one these days to make an album, and everyone's going to be shocked, but we move. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you never just, why you never just support me, so? No. <laughs> Someone has to give you a reality check, because I don't know which world you live in, but it's not this one. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> You're quitting my work at this point to tell me why I'm pursuing my career in music. <laughs> Could you imagine? I have two degrees in my field. Yeah. I have oh five years god. of cumulative work experience. <laughs> yeah, I've been working this game for so long. Like, I just got a promotion. <laughs> I was like, nah. The game needs to hear me. Oh man, what about you though? What you been listening to? Um, a lot, a lot, a lot. I think I had a similar, I had two similar experiences. The one you just outlaid with Freddie Gibbs. One was where I heard um, a certain beat start, and then a certain rapper say, "And that's since nine five, Mama been working nine five. Mm. And then I had to go back and listen to Nineteen Ninety Nine by Joe Badass. Because um, mm-hmm. wow, just to be sixteen, seventeen at the time and drop that. I just couldn't. Believe, I still can't believe it. It just doesn't. Still doesn't sound right. And then to think of the trajectory that his career's gone, and how much better he's gone as a rapper going forward, I think it's mm. just been um, superb. Um, similarly, I had a similar experience where I didn't go back and listen to the full album of this, but one of I think it was Cold Hide Two by Meek Mill came on on Shuffle. Um, and obviously, if you know Meek Mill, the way he closes out those albums with his Cold Hearts, and it's just it's it's just a special feeling. So I went back and listened to all of them. And that he's got, and it really is just he, when he just raps, when he's got something to get off his chest, and he just raps, and he doesn't try and chase a sound, he doesn't try and make it hit, he just gets in a booth and just says, I need to spoil my soul. Mm-hmm. It's like top three, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's it's really top three quality. Like there's no ifs or buts about it. Do you know what I'm saying? 
mm. which I think is special. But then, like I said, like we were lamenting, like I was lamenting last week on the week before with the lack of quality rap that I've seen this year, I leaned heavily on Killer Mike's project, Michael, man. I just I went back to it, listened to it again. So special, such a great project, such a great album. And then it was incumbent upon me to try and go through. I'm in Project Clear, the Need to Listen playlist. Um, so obviously, I mentioned previously on the podcast this year that I like, create a playlist of just albums that I need to listen to, and I put them on there. And when I have nothing to listen to, um, I just let's go, go and listen to one of those albums. And it's albums that some have come out this year, some are from years past, some are from different genres all over the gap. And I was at like 500 songs on there. Mm-hmm. I need to clear um, because like, I'll listen to an album, but then a new album will come out, and then I'll just have to add it in. I'm on, I'm on Operation Clear the Need to Listen playlist before the mm. end of this year, so I can start 2024 and net zero once again. Um, so that led me to listening to um, Adana Duro Nappy Hour. Um, it came out earlier this year. It's a very R&B, upbeat R&B okay. type album. Um, mm. But really good, really good album, really good project. Um, nice little six pack, about 18 minutes, so nothing crazy. But good little vibe right there. Um, listen to do, 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 do. Future Utopias. We were, we were, we still are. It's really annoying because the way it's tied on Spotify, it doesn't have a comma. Mm, so it's bro, like where's, where's the decorum? <laughs> like where's the decorum? Like because I know where the comma is meant to be. Like mm. do you know what I mean? I know exactly. I can see what, but I don't see it when I first open it. So I just go mm. to read it all at once. I was like, too many words. There's That's too many, many words. That's too many weeds, like <laughs> in the short succession. Yo, you need to find another word for that we. But we were, we still are. Um, there's a good little project from them. And then I found a project based on another project that was on my Anita Listen to play this earlier this year by Sunny War called Anarchist Gospel. Um, and imagine like 1960s blues. Okay. But 2023, if I was sensational, like the highs of the highs in terms of the songs, like they reach insane highs because the way the bass and the guitar is going and then her Mm -hmm. voice and some of the features on there and the way they're just like croning and emoting, it's like literally like it's, it's, it's like, oh my goodness, I've never heard music like this before. And it gives mm. you that same feeling that, you know, white music producers in the deep south in the 60s felt the first time they heard black people strumming those guitars. Like, oh my goodness, we need to steal this and give it to Elvis Presley. <laughs> uh, so I understood. And I finally listened to Attic and their Gold album. Finally okay. listened to Tequila Ever After. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? At this point. Oh, don't say that. It was disappointing to me. It didn't have, and it's weird because obviously lead singles party, you know, they stop and it, that's a hall of fame. That's mm-hmm. hall of fame. Like, let me tell you how hall of fame that single is. Like that song is so hall of fame that the first time I heard it was probably at a wedding earlier this year. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously the song came out in like March. I think I went to the wedding in like May. Right. Right. And I heard it and it was so hall of fame that I thought I'd already heard the song before. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like it was one of them where it fits so perfectly within that section that I was like, oh, yeah. this song's just been with me my entire life. You know what I'm saying? And then I had to go back and look at who who's this song by again? I really, this shit came out a month ago. 
like what <laughs> but it, it's that hall of fame that it comes out you hear it it's just like i can't remember what life was like before this song because it yeah. just feels like it's been here forever like mm. it feels like i've gone to weddings and this song has always played do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. can you even think back to a time before you went to an African party and you didn't hear fucking um, Terminator, for example, by Africa? Oh, like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, because it, it feels like it's just a staple. Like, yep. do you know what yeah. I mean? But it wasn't. Like, that was the time we went to these 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 shindigs mm. and Davido's If wasn't playing because it wasn't That's out yet. But I'm like, that doesn't crazy. make sense. Do you see what I'm saying? Crazy. It's that level of Hall of Fame. Mm. Um, but that's how I, I break that song. And the album, there are a couple songs which I really liked off it. Um, Make It Easy with Coco Jones being a standout one. Um, but yeah, other than that, wasn't too many. Mm. Wasn't too many, no. Not to change the topic, and I'd love to get back into it um, if you have more thoughts on that album as well. But general question. yeah. yeah. Is Coco Jones someone that you listen to regularly or somewhat regularly? No, but she can be. Mm. She can no, just be. it's just a random thought because um obviously she's one of the artists that just on my socials anyway, I can't talk for everyone else's socials, but for my socials, she's been being pushed heavily for the last like couple years, and I only yeah. took the time to listen to a part of her album at some random point at earlier this year. I think I listened to SWV and then she came up and suggested artists. I was like, let me actually listen to a bit of her album before I had to get off the train or whatever I was on at the time. Um, but yeah, just I'm just curious, man. I need to... I want suggestions for more Coco Jones music before I go up and search for it all myself, man. Which album? The What I Didn't Tell You that came out earlier this year? Possibly. What's the album cover looking like? Hair um, in a white dress? I think it was her. It was a... Oh, no, yeah, you're right, yeah, well, I didn't tell you, Deluxe, but I didn't listen to the whole album just because of time constraints that day, um, but yeah, man, she's an artist I'm very, I'm so intrigued about because I haven't heard anything bad from her. That's me, that's why I say she can be, like, I haven't heard anything bad from her, I feel it was an amazing track, I think, and I've heard and even the remix with JT, I really like Justin Timberlake, that's just best why we talk about two JT's on the podcast. <laughs> Seagull's new album coming next week. Yeah. Seagull's album coming next week. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Seagull's album coming next week. Yo, the fact you said JT and I was like, oh, that's going to be an interesting time to And you said Justin Timberlake, you know you shattered my dream set. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 That's what I had to specify. I was like, oh shit, we talk about too many JT's. Seagull, new Seagull's dropping next week, so we can't, can't, can't even do that. I can't that, wait for that Seagulls. Like, that's that's Seagulls album. Huh. I'm so awake. I'm so awake. So, <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, no. Everything. Every. I'm the same. Every song I've heard with her on, I've liked it. I just haven't. I just haven't listened to the albums yet. Mm. Um, or album. I believe that's her debut. So I haven't listened to that yet. But that's another one that's on the need to listen to playlist. So before the end of this year, I will listen to it because I'm clearing that playlist right now. I'm mm. 490. Because again, we keep this year every Friday, I have to keep adding. So, like, I've got to listen to the V's Deluxe Mm. Ganger album, which is one of my favorite albums of this year so far. Now, you shot the Deluxe, I've got to listen to that. PZ dropped an album yesterday on Friday, so I've got to go listen to that now. Brother, that's another long last one. Brother, brother, brother. And I was gonna get into it when we get into the review, but obviously, um, PZ was on the Westside Gun album, yeah. 
I heard a, I heard his voice. I was like, wow, I need to hear more from this guy. Mm-hmm. Whew, that album. Are you listening to it already? I listen, I listen to it immediately, Paul. I said, I'm not playing with you. How dare you sound this good on the West Side Gun album? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing those games. I downloaded it. I said, I need this whilst offline as well. <laughs> Fair. Let me start sleeping. Let me start sleeping. It's on my list. That one's going to listen to this week. And then lastly, an al- album that came out yesterday, which, I mean, I had to listen to. It's scary. I, bro, it was scaring the whole summer, and all of a sudden mm. it's become scaring the whole autumn. I didn't expect it, bro. Because how is these dropping cool. his deluxe in one day? On the mm. same day, Peasy dropped a new album, and on the same day that Jay Worthy and Kamaya dropped a joint tape with Harry Ford. I couldn't Crazy. believe what I was hearing. First of all, Jay, Jay Worthy and Kamaya is not a combination I thought I was going to hear. <laughs> then, you drop onto, then you drop on the fact that Harry Ford's on the production. I was like, what's going on? Then I looked at the features. They got Max B on here, Drum, Guap Daddy 400, Lave and Cali, Ty Dollar Sign. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And then I listened to it. Nine mm. songs, 26 minutes. Oh, that's an easy listen. That's an easy, but bro, it's a smooth listen. It didn't that's even make sense. A... It was a smooth listen. Yeah, okay. I'm going to need to listen to that. That's that's my listening for today. In fact, right now, hold on. Go and search what the album looks like. And go and tell, go and look at the album cover. And just tell me if the album cover alone, you wouldn't be listening to this product. Oh, yep, yep. Yep, looking like Cowboy B-pop. <laughs> the black version. Like, yeah. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Yep, I'm as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Whose album is this?" And I saw JYB come out. I said, "Excuse me." Yep, I'm here. I'm awake. Fan. I'm fan. awake. <laughs> I still have to listen to Bad Bunny as well. Like, oh my god, and Bad Bunny's been giving me reasons all year to listen to him for the last few years. Do, he, he doesn't do short albums. That's the problem with this nigga too. <laughs> it's so annoying. And it's gonna be so good that I can't not. It's gonna like, be fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> problem so yeah that's why that's where i've been going this week man it's been a it's been mm. a busy it's been a fun music week to be fair i can't, I can't even lie and let me know if you get into the miscellaneous stuff that i've been listening to on shuffle the classics that have come on the what i like to use the mm. loves and need of love um mary j's i'm going down i was listening to that a lot in the shower this week man <laughs> a lot in the shower you good <laughs> No, it was good. It was good. It's just you know, I was in, I was performing in Bulgaria, and you know they needed mm. that one. I don't know why they, they really mm. like that one. Really like that one. It's like when I'm in Croatia performing in Croatia, uh-huh. but they like nothing by Whitney. I even like getting into that bag. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I like to keep my like, control back, but they really mm. want that I have nothing. So I got I got to warm up in those vocals. But... <laughs> Yo, trying to say your draw bag that fine. I I have nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man i i told you before we started that i had a little game for us to play this week yeah uh you ready for that i am as ready as i'll ever be all right let's hit the music Alright, it's game time, it's game time. So Paul, I've been seeing a little trend on socials that I thought would be interesting if we could bring this into the world of music. The trend is people try to rank five different things, right? Yep. In the process of ranking them, they don't know what's going to come up next. Yeah. So, they have played spots one to five, they're told certain options, and they have to put them one to five without knowing what's coming next. 
And I thought, cool, let's bring that to today's episode. Now, as we've already stated, we are reviewing Westside Gun's latest album today. So I thought, let's have the theme be top five Griselda albums. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. So in no particular order, I'm going to read these albums out. Mm-hmm. And you just have to tell me where you're ranking them one to five. Okay. And you can't change afterwards. That's fine. I know the game. I know the All right. game. All right, cool. So, album number one, From a King to a God. Five. You're putting it straight at five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Tanner Talk 3. Two. Two. All right. You yeah. made some big. <laughs> These are some big ones. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Reasonable Drought. Reasonable Drought's not a Griselda album. Um, yeah, it didn't come up on the list, but I counted it. I put it in anyway. It's not a Griselda album, but it's been three and a half years since that album actually, as of yesterday. Um, four. Put this at four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So just so everyone knows. King to a God from King to a God is at five. Mm-hmm. Can talk three at two. Mm-hmm. Reasonable drought four. Yeah. The Liz. Three. Three. You look disappointed there. What would you have put it lower if you had known? I knew I, I knew you were gonna say the Liz as well. I had a feeling mm-hmm. you were gonna say the Liz. I do have the Liz above from a king to a god. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have it above reasonable drought. Mm. But three mm. does feel high. Fair, fair. All right, last one here. Pray for Paris. Yeah, number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was hoping that number. you'll put. I was hoping you'll put someone else at number one to see the pain in your face when <laughs> you had to pray for pray, uh, pray for Paris at like three. But no, yeah. you didn't want to keep that number one slot open. Yeah, you would have had to. The only way you would have had to. You would have had to pick different albums from the other artists that you picked for me to be annoyed. Because the only other mm. album I would have thought of, when you said Tanner Talk 3, that was okay. That's either going at one, mm-hmm. unless you pick. The only albums I'd be disappointed to put that I'd put that above would be um, Plugs I'm at One, Pray for Paris, maybe 10, Hitler West MS 10, mm-hmm. and. Um, God don't make mistakes. Those are the only ones where I think to myself, damn, I think those are definitively better than Tanator 3 or close mm. enough. Because Tanator 3 is arguably the best Griselda project. Arguably. Um, but as is Pray for Paris, arguably. Mm. Um, but yeah. So now I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. So what we got, Pray for Paris 1, Tanator 3 at 2. Um, 3 is... Lizard 3, mm-hmm. Reasonable Drought at 4, and From King to God at 5. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't change that. I would the only one I'd change would be reasonable dry on the Liz. I flipped them. Other than mm. that, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with mm. that. Yeah, no, nah, I think that's a you have a decent you made a decent list from that, man. You did well. You did well. You did very well, man. I right, thought well. so. Yeah, even with that, man. Mm. Even with that, you know what I'm saying? That's not why why should the fun stop there? Mm. All right, it's game time. 
It's game time, and it's this is really funny. I was gonna I was gonna bring this up. No, mm-hmm. I didn't know you were gonna play that game. So I'm like, fuck it, let's play game two. Let's play right. game two. So with um the terrible nonsense that was Jermaine, that uh, was Drake's album last week. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has stood out from it is the sensational nonsense that was Jermaine Cole's verse on first person shooter. Uh-huh. Obviously, we are about what what year we are in 2023. So it was in 2018 where he tweeted out, yo, everyone send me beats. I want to body everything. And he's gone on a feature run, which has been, quite frankly, Hall of Fame. Mm. Yep. So I'm going to get you to play a top five Oof, all right. of J. Cole's features. Oof. Since from 2018 to now. Oh, all right. Well, am I listening randomly or are you give me options? No, I'm giving you options, and then you're gonna all play right. some inside exactly how we just played it. <laughs> all right, say less. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. All right, let's start us off. First one, we got his feature on Tribe by Boss. Oh, oh, I'll put that at three. Let's go three. No, three. Yeah. Okay. Next one, we'll go with his feature on Sojourner by Rhapsody. Underrated verse. Underrated verse. One of the verses I forget about because I'm going to album as much as I should. Um, I'm going to put that one at... <sighs> See, I think it's a better verse, but just based on how we're going, I think that there's going to be verses that have to be one and two. So I'm going to go four. But this should probably be at three. Oh, okay. So next up, we're going to go with his verse on Pretty Little Fears by Six Lack. Oh, I'll go two. Go two. I'll go two. Okay. Fair. Next up, we got his verse on Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher. Number one. That's one. Number one. That's one. Yeah. So that means at number five, because mm. that's all you got left. You're putting his first <laughs> on a lot by 21 Savage. Ah, I knew five. you were going to do you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that shit. I'm just like, oh, that's why I like. I need one or two open, because it does a lot. <laughs> but you go with that six like shit. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. It's wrong. But so we got so we got what Johnny P's caddy at one. Yep. Pretty little fears at two. Yep. You got tribe at three. Tribe at three. Sojourn, Sojourner at four, and a lot at five. Yeah. See, if I had the if I had hindsight mm-hmm. on my side, it probably would have been Johnny P's caddy, mm-hmm. a lot at two, um, Sojourner at three, tribe at four, and. Pretty low phase at five, yeah, probably. Yeah. Why would you put Under the Sun from the Dream Ball project? Oh, Under the Sun probably would have just beaten out a lot for me. Fair. What's your favorite J. Cole song? I was going to ask this in general. J. Cole's song? Oui, oui. Oof. That's a very tough question. Probably. Oh, that's a very tough question. Probably. I was gonna say Illuminati, but nah, I love Illuminati though. But it would most likely be something off of that Born Sinner album. I'm thinking Miss America. Yeah, I'm thinking Miss America. That's that 
every time it comes on, that's the one that makes me say, wow, yeah, this is like J. Cole hasn't lost a step. Yeah, yeah, Miss America. I'm happy with that answer. That's a tough one though, because he's released so much music. The amount of songs he's released that I'm in love with is ridiculous. Yeah, no, you know my feelings on Jay Cole, man. I think he's the best rapper of his generation. Mm. Um, obviously, both of us believe he's a top ten rapper of all time. Um, yep. As we proved on our live show earlier this year when we performed the Manchester International Festival. Um, so yeah, you mm. you preach into the choir on that one for real, for real. Mm. Mm. What's your favorite Jay Cole song? That's a great question. Mm. We can do this all day. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I refuse to break that. I refuse. That's it. I asked your question. <laughs> we, can, oh, we, can, we can do this all day. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> all right, man. Is it time? Yeah, let's do it. I'm of the week. Yes, sir. And then you pray for me the brand new album by west side gun it came out on the 13th of october 2023 it's 21 songs one hour and 15 minutes long it's tough but i'm gonna round that down to one hour you cool with that i am cool with that perfect so we are really excited to get into this west side gun is one of our favorite artists here in the two star man Jones podcast we have been listening to him reviewing him really since the inception of this podcast way way back in the good old year of 2020 when nothing seismic or world changing ever happened but we are here to really celebrate the fly god it's fly god season i can honestly say hand on heart this is probably the most anticipated album that i've had this year of albums that i know are coming obviously yeah. if i don't know that a j cole album is coming i predicted that at the start of this year um and i would love it but it, like I said last week, it doesn't look likely. But albums I've known of coming, this has probably been my most excited and anticipated. Um, especially when you consider what his last album was in Hitler Wears Hermes 10. Mm-hmm. And how highly I really felt about that album, especially when it came out and what I felt that album represented for Griselda and for Westside specifically. And so here we are um, less than a year later which for most artists is a short turnaround between albums but for west side gun and griselda specifically it's felt like a long break it has felt like a long break it's felt like it's less than a year it's less than 12 months i think 10 came out in december last year we're in october this is coming out but it's felt longer because of Mm. the consistency and how often griselda artists typically drop on west side being obviously the leader of the faction but it's here now it's being touted by Westside himself as his last studio album. Now, people really piss me off with this shit because they don't read. And this is the problem. And you mm. you yourself, I know you don't read. I don't know if you heard that headline, but even if you did, I know you wouldn't read going further. Mm. He has said it's his last studio album because he's done creating albums in this mold in which he's created albums. He said he wants to go back to the way he used to do it, where he'd create projects in the space of two three days if seven songs was all he had he'd just make those seven songs drop it and put the shit out if 12 songs was what he had he'd make the 12 songs drop it and put the shit out he doesn't want to do the whole you know like i said this has been a longer time between projects for west side gun because they've been treated as albums 
So it's not like this is the last Westside Gun project we're going to get, but this is the last time he's going to market it as an album. So I just want to make that clear at the outset now before we get started. Mm. Um, but we're here. How many listens? This is the first reaction, obviously. So the album just came out yesterday as we are recording this. We're recording Saturday, the 14th of October. As I mentioned, the album came out on the 13th of October. How many listens have you got in? Um, not as many as I'd like. I've listened to it twice, two and a half times, I'd say. I'm literally about the same. I've got two and a half listens in. Um, so this is the first reaction, not a full Two Stub Nigerians review as we typically do. If you want to catch how we typically go down our review path, you can check out any of the videos here on our podcast YouTube channel. Or, of course, if you're listening audiastically, any of the previous tracks which are out there, of which there are over 101. Um, this album's long. It was long. It was very long, man. One hour, 15 minutes. This album is long. And Westside typically likes longer albums in general. West, West can, in fact, no, West can fluctuate. West can fluctuate. Sometimes he does long albums, sometimes they're short albums, depending on how he's feeling. Really. Mm. But this one felt long. This one really felt long. Um, but it had an all-star cast of features. Like, and... For me especially, I don't know if this is the same for you, an unexpected number of features. Not number of features, but people that are featured. Like, we know who the usual suspects are with a West Side Guide album. Like, mm. you know Benny and Conway are going to be there. You know Stove's going to be there. You can guess a Rome Streets. You can guess a Jay Worthy, um, Smoke Dizza, those types of names. First voice I'm hearing after AA A. Rashid being Jid, J-I-D. Yeah, surprising. Yeah, no, Paul didn't expect that one. I mm. didn't expect that one. Mm-hmm. I'll be wrong. There were a few, there were a few um, features on here that I heard them and it was like, I must be hearing this incorrectly. Like J-I-D, hearing J-I-D's voice was a surprise. Hearing Ty Dolla Sign's voice was a surprise. Um, there were a few features, man, where I was just like, whoa, I didn't. I did not expect to be hearing the this voice on this album. Like I thought this was gonna be a Griselda album where hey, we're gonna hear a lot of stuff go cuts, we're gonna hear a lot of West Side Gun, and everyone else is gonna be some of your favorites from Griselda. But it just wasn't that, man. It was we did hear a lot of stuff go cuts, which I'm never upset about. I'm never ever upset about. Um be alright if we put stove on every track. That's listen <laughs> at this point, in fact. In fact, I'm gonna get into this later. We're gonna do this now. Stove God Cooks, you're too good to be only appearing here. I need an album. I need an album desperately at this point. It's becoming a desperate need. I don't know if I'm gonna make it at this point. Like I'm really, I'm really fearing death at this point. So please, please, just for Raheem at this point, please. Um, but no, yeah, Stove God Cooks shined. Everyone shined. There was no bad features on this album. I was just surprised at the number. Of features and the fact that all the feet, well, the what's the word? The um, the variance, the diversity variety. of the features, the variety. Thank you, thank you. The variety of the features was surprising. Yeah, no, I've always said I think West is the best curator of music or in hip hop right now. I didn't expect West to have gigs. Brother, brother. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, let alone gigs. I didn't expect Westside Gun and Denzel Curry, mm. let alone we then get to gigs. Like when I saw Denzel Curry's name, I was like, what? <laughs> what a Griselda take. 
Um, but obviously, all of those features contribute to how long the project is, and I have to I have to specify like that it is a long body of work, and it does affect personally my enjoyment of the project. But we'll get into it. Let's get into it in the way we know how. What are your initial just talk to me thoughts? I know you may not pick up a themes or anything like that. Mm. Talk to me about your initial thoughts overall on the project. Um, it was a good project, man. It was a good project. I can't say it was bad. I think the length of the project affected me a little bit. So I saw immediately when I was downloading it that oh, this album's one hour and fifteen minutes, which was surprising because although yeah, Westside God has released long albums in the past. For me, coming off of X, I kind of expected him to do something similar with time, where it's like, okay, maybe we're looking at close to an hour or around that sort of area. I didn't expect well over an hour because one hour 15 is, that's it, you're you're in long album territory after you get to an hour. Um, and I think that definitely affected my enjoyment um, a tiny bit, a tiny bit. You know, you got some songs where it's like, anytime there was a dip in quality, I definitely was there thinking, ah, okay, this might have been able to be cut. Um, and that's another thing. With this album, coming off of X, which to me, I know obviously you have different opinions on this, but for me, X is my favourite West Side Gun album. There is, like, it's been the best listening experience um, when it comes to West Side Gun for me. And that album didn't have any low points for me that album is something that song one to song end is amazing this album doesn't have any bad music on it there's no bad music on here but that being said the high the highest points are vastly different to the lowest points in this album like comparatively speaking there's songs on here where it's like wow this is this is amazing. Wow. Yep. Yep. This is why I was excited to turn on the West Side Gun album today. And then there's songs on here where it's like, I, I'm i not going to skip this because I need to review it. But if there wasn't a review, I probably would have gone back to the song before this because I loved it. Or I might have gone to the song after this because I already heard the album once. I know the song after this is amazing. Cool. That's whatever. Um, that being said... Overall, this was a good experience. Um, it's West Side Gun, man. It's West Side Gun. And I think West Side Gun has put himself in that space where he probably is my favorite album creator. It's almost sad because I didn't know about the fact that he, this was his last studio album. But he probably is my favorite album creator out of um, Griselda at this point because it's just amazing. Every single project he does at this point has those high points that are going to carry me from the second that album drops to the time he drops his next album, because man, man, there's songs on here that is just like, I don't even know how I was getting through the year without this beforehand. Like Kitchen Lights, Kitchen Lights, like there, there's something about it. There's something, when I don't hear <laughs> West Side Gun come with his ad-libs for too long, it's off-putting. When I don't hear West Side Gun seamlessly flowing with another artist, is weird to me. It's getting weird to my ear at this point. Like, it's, I have withdrawal symptoms at this point because it's too good. It's too good. And he doesn't disappoint on this album in that all of those things that you love from West Side Gun live happily on this album. 
does it live happily consistently throughout this album? No. But it does live on this album, and for that, I'm happy with this album. It's going to be an album that definitely stays in rotation because it's one of the better albums to release this year. I agree and I disagree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that conclusion. Definitely going to stay in rotation. Definitely one of the better albums of the year. I definitely agree that the high points are extremely, extremely high. But the length is a problem, and the length is a problem because for the first time for me, not only are there skippable songs on a West Side Gun album, and I mean songs, I'm not to, I'm not talking skits, like mm-hmm. skippable songs, but there's bad songs on a West Side Gun album. JD Wrist is terrible. JD Wrist is a bad you song. Think? Yeah, JD Wrist is a bad song. I think there are bad hooks as well, which makes some songs like difficult to listen to, specifically LL Ball Gun. Um, mm-hmm. which is obviously a funny pun on LL Cool J. He's saying ladies love ball gun, which is cute, but the hook is bad. The hook makes the song difficult to listen to for me. Um, so I would get rid of that. I'd get, like I said, I'd 100% get rid of JD Wrist, especially in a world where that's come right off the House of Glory, which I think is one of the better songs on this project as well. And then it goes into disgusting with gigs. I was like, you don't, that is, it, it just doesn't sound good. Especially like you were saying, all the features came to play. I didn't like SD Knack's feature on it, man. And Knack Did is someone know? who wow. No, Knack is someone who I'm a fan of. Like I like his music, I like the projects that he's released recently. I like the work that he's done on these features, but I was like, this wasn't it for me. Like that was the point where I really started to feel like, oh my goodness, this album is long. Like I realized how much longer we've got left. It brought me back. It definitely brought me back, especially when we got to the back end. And the features on the back end of the project, it's like he made this project. It's like if you if you go from skip L O Bulgun, so from Babylon Bis mm-hmm. down to and then you pray for me. Yep. Westside Gun made this project for me. That's the project mm-hmm. Westside Gun made for me. How you talk about Baldy James, ESTG, Cheesy, mm-hmm. Peasy, mm-hmm. and Rome Streets on a five strong stretch. <laughs> That's that's Paul. He made that for me. <laughs> that's my stretch of the album. <laughs> forget everything else. Forget oh, Stove. And not forget Stove, because I'm going to talk about Stove in a minute. But forget mm. Stove. Forget Benny and, and what Conway, Benny and Conway did on the opening track. Forget DJ Drama talking like DJ Drama can. Yep. Though that why I just said Baldy James mm-hmm. in form of his that would that that's Baldy James. I've been missing. Like Baldy yep. dropped two projects this year. And I was thinking this this week. Baldi's dropped two projects this year. I listened to um, I listened to a couple of his projects in this past week as well. And I was like, he's dropped two projects this year. And in 2020, where I first listened to Baldi James' album, he dropped four, right? And this mm-hmm. is where I'm talking about the quality of rap in 2023. None of his two projects that he's dropped this year would enter in breaking up the quality of the top four that he dropped in 2020. Do you get what I mean? So if I was Mm. to rank his 2020 projects and his 2023 projects together, it would Mm. go all of the 2020 projects and then the 2023 projects in terms of quality. So the quality for me from Baldy has been down this year. Mm. This feature brought it right back up. Like, right back up. This feature is a funny one because obviously we've discussed it on the podcast before. Um, I'm not necessarily a big Baldy, Baldy James fan. This feature is one of the first few times where I've listened to Baldy James and said, wow, wow. I must maybe go back and try and give those albums another chance because this was special. This was something. Like, it really, 
the environment and the atmosphere he creates when he comes onto that track and just starts flowing and hitting the way only he can special estg continuing what he did on his album earlier this year i loved him man estg came to play cheesy bro mm-hmm. 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 Slow, man. like cheesy's performing at the o2 on the 26th of this month i don't know if it's the o2 it might be wembley the 26th of mm-hmm. this month and it's his first show in the uk in 15 years now i have work i have work mm-hmm. on the 26th and i have work on the 27th Work mm. might have to work. Me and work might have to throw hands because <laughs> I can't miss the snowman. This is this is the, <laughs> this is the cheesy who won Trapper of the Year four times in a oh row. I don't God. think people understand that's who Jeezy is. I don't think people understand that's who Jeezy is, man. Oh, Jeezy, man. Here's something. And then to, and then to go from Jeezy from the dirty South mm. to the Kings of the North to take it out to Detroit and get me peasy. Crazy, 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 peasy. Different. As I said, and me, I've been waiting, bro. Like, Street dropped Nose Candy Five a couple weeks ago. I think it might have been the same week that Drake dropped or the week before. I can't remember. Um, and it was good. It was really good. There's a Joey Badass feature on there, which goes stupid. On this project, how's that man? I haven't had Rome Street yet, and then boom, not always there when I call. He's always on time. Mm. Uh, and revenge of flips and revenge of blips leg was cold. Like I just love it. It's a little prelude to the outro, and then you pray for me to close out the project. Um, love that. We have to talk about stuff. We have. We have to talk about stuff. We have to talk about stuff. And and this is how. And this is why. This is why I can never be accused of being a hater because I'm stupidly objective. Mm-hmm. In the same breath that I'm gonna say, I think JD R- I genuinely think JD Riss is the worst Westside Gun album single. I think it's mm-hmm. the worst Westside Gun album plus song. I will say that clearly. And Stoke God Cooks is on there. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've said it, you've heard it, you've all heard it, you've all watched me say it. Let's park that to the left here. Okay. That's parallel. That's parallel. That's parallel park that motherfucker sideways. Mm. Right? Man. As a certain unnamed rapper once said. <laughs> and let's pick up kitchen lights. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
is a different worldly experience for me every single time. Paul, you mentioned Kitchen Lights. Let's talk about House of Glory for a second. Yeah. Can we talk about House of Glory for a second? Because as you said, Kitchen Lights might be one of your favorite West Side Gun singles of all time. Brother, House of Glory, it came on this morning even. It came on this morning as I was getting ready. And I just thought to myself, like, Stove Girl Cooks has, like, he, if this was any other artist trying to take Stove Girl Cooks' spot right here, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. And I'm talking about artists that I love. It could be some of my favourite artists in the world. This single would not work if it was not Stove Girl Cooks. And his ability to take songs to that next level, we don't talk about it enough. Like, the music industry has not celebrated Stove Girl Cooks the way that he needs to be celebrated as an artist because he is one of our best. He is one of our best. And I uh, I can't celebrate him enough for what he's done on this project, what he continues to do on these West Side Gun projects, what he did on his own project years ago, what he continues to do on every single Griselda feature he gets. I need more. I need more. And I'm never going to be satisfied because it's too good. It's genuinely like... It's genuinely a November 2018, August 2018, because I believe that's when Tentor 3 came out, but don't quote me. Um, but like summer 2018 to March 2020, Benny the Butcher run. This mm. is on right now since Reasonable Drought, um, um, which was what, three and a half years ago yesterday. So mm. like, yeah, um, that's that's the level of run he's on. In terms of, Benny said it on one of his features, I'm here to smoke everything like I'm 07 Wayne. And that's what Benny did from 2018 through to 2020. Um, And that's what Stoke's doing. Every time I hear him, every single time. Like I went back, like I said, I went back and listened to some Baldy this week. I went back and listened to his tape. um, Real Bad Baldy. Yeah, Real Bad Baldy from 2020. And there's a song on there with Stoke, Thousand Pills, and I forgot about it. I just mm. remember how unbelievable Stoke sounds on that track. Like, unbelievable. And these are like, like, West Side Gun is a superstar in hip hop. I think we can yep. agree. I mm. think I think we can agree. Like, even just commercially now, like, you won't have the numbers, but the recognition yeah. is superstar level, right? We agree mm. on that. Baldy isn't. Mm. Right? Mm. And so then when you go on a Baldy James project and you hear Stove giving a verse of the exact same quality that he does on the West Side Gun shit, that's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this is just your standard. Like, yeah. this is your standard. You ain't even playing up to the level of competition. You ain't saying, oh, this shit, this is, you, you ain't even saying, oh, like, this is a big album. Let me go hype. Like, no, this is just, this is just what I do. This is just my yeah. Mondays. This is just a Monday thing. Um, and to, like you say, to do it consistently on the same album as well, on different songs. And again, you change the, complexion of the song and the album each time he's in a special special vein of form right mm. now right and it's it's special to see we're watching the birth of a i can't say the birth he's been doing this since 2020 but watching a superstar watching yeah. a superstar work yeah i can't disagree with you man i can't disagree with you i think at this point now especially with these west side gun projects it's like the more Stove God, the better. You know, there's no, there's no such thing as too much anymore, man. Like his, I think if you're smart, like he should be, for me anyway. I'm saying he should be the person that you're promoting as the face of the brand at this point, because he's the best. He's the best. It's not simple, bro. It's 
Doesn't matter. We're gonna be all right if we put Stover on every verse, and um, Wes understands that better than anyone, and that's clear. Um, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to Stove. Shout out to Stove. Any anything else specifically from this album that you want to circulate out for praise or criticism, or that you just want to mention that you thought was important for the people to know? Um, not necessarily. I would love to give Fly God two times um, his respect and is credit for being such an amazing song. Um, I love the fact that this is the one song, well, this is one of the songs where there's no features. Is it one of the songs? It might be the one song on the album with no feature. I love Boogan as well. Right, yeah. Um, but Fly God two times is, it was special, man. That was really the moment where it was like, okay, yeah, West Side Gun. That was the moment for me personally listening to the album where I decided that, West Side Gun might have my favorite albums out of Griselda. Um, bear in mind, I love all the artists out of Griselda, and there's a lot of albums from Griselda that I've enjoyed, but West Side Gun consistently hits that mark, man. Um, and Fly God Two Times is a great example of that, where he just shines by himself on an album full of features where he says, Yo, guys, give me a second. Let me remind these guys that I'm really West Side for real, and he goes crazy. Um, but yeah, man, the whole album as a whole, quality is amazing. I'm a big fan of it. Um, do you want to take it to the scales? Uh, that's so crazy. We're about to do that. We're going to talk about Conway and Benny. Ain't that crazy? It's crazy. It's crazy, but it's so Ain't easy that crazy? to do this album. It's so easy to do this album. That's, that's <laughs> the quality of this album. Like Conway and Benny were sensational on their respective songs at Mama's Prime mm-hmm. Time with Conway and then um, Costas with the three of them. Uh, and you could talk about the high points of this album without even talking about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. We haven't mentioned the fact that Rick Ross is on this album. Yeah, like we haven't spoken about it, and Rick Ross in not laid back. Rick Ross, like it wasn't just Rick Ross coming in and just just sitting in the chair rapping. Like it felt like he stood up. You know, so it yeah. felt like he's standing up in the booth when he wrote this one. <laughs> like he's not just sat down with a spliff in his hand. Like, he stood up, he's rapping, um, which is interesting. I, I just want to make a note on the production. I really think the production on this album is interesting because mm. it doesn't lean as much into the like R&B soul it doesn't it's not slowed down as as typical West Side Gun albums and projects are where you have those moments where like the sample is really like slow monotone it's a lot more grimy I I feel um and up-tempo beats Mm. which was an interesting choice um and it's not and it doesn't that's what I was gonna say it doesn't feel as polished the production doesn't feel as polished Especially when you consider that this is supposedly, this is the carry on to pray for Paris. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with the, it's supposed to go, you pray for Paris and then and you then pray, pray for me. For me. Mm-hmm. And the artwork on the cover spells that. It's mm-hmm. the production choices are completely different from Pray for Paris. Like if you think about some of the songs you have on Pray for Paris, like I'm thinking like French Toast with Wale and Joyce Rice that couldn't fit on this project. Do you know what I mean? Especially when I consider the back end of this project where it feels like really like, like, I mean, it's me, the back end of that project. It's neck beard, dusty hip hop. And it's not as polished as previous West Side Line albums are, especially from a production standpoint. Not to say here or there, whether that's a positive or negative. I just think it's an interesting choice to make at this stage, especially considering that you're marketing this as your last studio album that the production almost leans more into a mixtape than mm. 
studio album like it or especially when you've got drama going crazy at the top of the album talking the nonsense that he does but we love <laughs> it all the same it almost feels like a gangster girls tape in that mm. sense um but just an again no rhyme or reason to whether that's positive or negative just an interesting production choice that i felt was, was made yeah there yeah i mean talking about production if i'm going to give it any um any credit which i could easily i could talk about this for longer but because of time i won't but um i did catch myself just bopping my head a lot whilst listening to this album man i caught myself bopping my head a lot so yeah it was interesting man it had that boom back feel a lot throughout this album which i love um but yeah and also before i forget um gigs wow 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 I see a lot of Hoven gigs as well now. Yeah, bro, I, I've told you. <laughs> I said it. At first, it was a bit murky. I said, oh, "Okay, I, I think I can see some," but no, no. Now it's 4K. No, I see it. It's, it's crystal clear. I see what I see. What Hope was seeing. Hope was seeing into the future that we didn't even know. Jv heard this verse and then said, oh, "Okay, let me let me let them know that something." Co- it's coming in two years time you know what I'm saying <laughs> I, I, I see a lot of Hoven gigs like that's it that's it give me some songs give me a top three if you have a top three at this stage I do have a top three at this point man give me um, top three in reverse order reverse order specifically number three would be um, Fly God two times mm-hmm. love that song love it love it love it uh, number two would be um House of Glory, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Still got a big highlight and what Westside done on that song as well. The two work together beautifully. Um, especially over that beat, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. And number one to no one's shock is Kitchen Lights. For pretty much all the same reasons as I just mentioned for House of Glory. But Kitchen Lights does stand out just a little bit more. Nice, nice, nice. I'm going to flip it up, man. You might be surprised. House of Glory would be my honourable mention for it. Number three, I got Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, Westside and Baldy, I think Baldy's just energy is special. Baldy's one of my favorite rappers to listen to. Um, so when he's in that type of form, I love that. It's special to me. It means something to me. That shit mean a lot to me. Mm. Um, that's what I'm talking mm. about. <laughs> shit mean a lot to me. And number two, I got Costas, man. Coldplay and Benny. Um, mm. the three headed snake, the monster. You can't stop him. The John Rui flick. Like when those three get together as the Mike Morph and Power Rangers of Griselda, as the big mm. three. You know what I'm saying? The what is it? The one piece bleach and what's the other one? Mm-hmm. Naruto, like what? Like there's the big three. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and then at number one, yeah, to no one's surprise, Kitchen Lights. I, like I said, I think that's a, that is the second time in two weeks where I've done that. Where I call something someone arguably someone's best album cut single, mm-hmm. um, but I do think Kitchen Lights is arguably so good. Well, Westside's best album cut single. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have no disagreements from me, man. I think. You could have, we both could have mentioned a complete different three songs, and I don't think it would have been a hot take, man. It's a good album, it's a good album when it's all said and done. It's a good album, it's a great album, it's a mid album, it's Mm. one way to find out. Only one way to find out, man. Let's take it to the two stubborn Nigerian scales. The two stubborn Nigerian album rankings go as such. I hate that I ever listened to this, won't be listened to again whole lot of mid, might stay in rotation for about a week, pretty damn good, serious project, and then either me and or Paul 
can give the album our 50% stamp of approval. In the case that we both give it our 50% stamp of approval, the album will become Two Stubborn Nigerians Approved. Can I start with this one? Yeah. Cool. Um, for this one, I think I am going serious projects, man. And it was a tough, it was it was a tough one. It was a tough one because the criticisms that I have of this album are very real. They're very real, man. They're not things that can be ignored. It is a longer album. There are songs that the the discrepancy between the highlights of this album and the low points of this album live. They are there, man. I can't call this a, a perfect project. That being said, the songs that are the high points of this album, the songs that I love from this album are enough for me to carry this into serious project from Pretty Damn Good, man. It is, it's an album that I think is going to live. It's an album that I think uh, is going to be celebrated at the end of the year. Um, whether that's on the Two Sub Nigerians project, um, Two Sub Nigerian Awards, should I say, or the Grammys or whatever, whatever award ceremony wants to celebrate this album, I think we'll celebrate this album because it's, it's just that good. It's that good, man. He brought out artists that I haven't heard from in a while. He made me go and question certain things about other artists that I haven't heard from. Um, man, I love this album. I love this album. It's a great album. I'm putting it in a serious project. Paul, where are you putting this? Right there as well. Serious projects. Um, it can't be stamped because there's too many low points which I can't ignore. It also didn't, for me, reach the heights of 10 consistently. I think 10 overall is a better album. So there was a little bit of a downturn there. But this is an extremely, extremely serious project. One of the better rap albums so far this year. I called it as much last mm. week, knowing that, you know, the year we've had in rap, had a feeling Westside was going to come and do what Westside has done on these albums in the past few years. And he did just that. Beaches did just that, as they always do on Griselda projects. So that's fantastic that that, you know, we're not losing all the recipes, mm. um, to say the least. We're losing, we're losing a lot of them. <laughs> majority, 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 but, but never all. And that's the thing. That's the thing. I can't psychologize all of them out there on the corner. Mm, mm. Some of them, I have to go. <laughs> Yo. So, um, but yeah, man, serious project, serious project. Shout out to Westside Gun. Shout out to the whole Griselda team, the whole Griselda family. You know, we really feel like a family now. It's beautiful that we've been able to be on this journey, GSF, GXF part of the world. You know what I'm saying? We the Buffalo boys. That's us for real, for real. Me and the cut, man. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all are your window shoppers and you're mad at us. And we think we know why. You know what I'm saying? But we, we live different. You know what I'm saying? We, we out here eating $1,000 plates. Like, we got a picnic at the Eiffel Tower in like two hours for real, for real. That's who we are. So that, that's just who we are. You know what I'm saying? How y'all get it is how y'all get it. We get it how we live. You know what I'm saying? We got out of the mind. You can cut me off at any time. Right? You got out of the mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> no, I need your self-awareness, guy. You need to end yourself. <laughs> what do you mean? Sometimes like, mean? I need to let you run until you realize this is ridiculous. And you it's not ridiculous. It. It's <laughs> you not ridiculous. Found, you said you're the Buffalo Boys. I said, okay. Boys. I, have, I, let, I have to let him go. We are the Buffalo Kids. We are Buffalo Kids. We fly God. You had a fly God? This, this is what I'm saying. You don't understand. That's why I listen to what I got. I'm trying to get fly. I'm trying to get fly. What you listen to every day is what you become. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, that was our review of And Then You Pray For Me by West Side Gun. All right. It is now time for that part of the podcast that we've gotten into a hundred times before and are going to continue getting into 
on track 101 moving forward. It is time for recommendations of the week. Paul, what do you got for the people this week? World Music Radio by John Batiste. It's an album that came out on the 18th of August, 2023. It's 21 songs, one hour and five minutes. John Batiste is Grammy-winning singer and R&B singer and songwriter for his previous album. Um, I believe he won album of the year for We Are in 2021. Um, I believe, or if not, he definitely won R&B album of the year. I think he won album of the year. And he's back with Wild Music Radio, or he was back in August. Uh, we missed it during our time away when we were on a little hiatus. We were taking a break. We were doing a wild tour. Um, mm. And this is just, I mean, it's what it says on the tin. It's Wild Music Radio. Um, he takes songs and sounds from around the world, artists from around the world, and he creates a radio station amalgamating them in there. He is the constant. His voice is the constant. His songwriting is the constant. It's special from track one all the way down to track 21. Um, it's one of the best sounding albums in all of music this year. Um, definitely in R&B and that's saying something because I think we've had a great year in R&B this year. Um, but with features with the likes of J.I.D., Leanne, Lil Wayne, John Bellion, Fireboy, DML, J.I.D., like it's, yeah, really great. So that's World Music Radio by John Batiste. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a great album, in fact. Um, yeah, my recommendation this week is Ghetto by Peasy. As I mentioned earlier, um, literally by chance came across it yesterday after I heard Peasy, Peasy's feature on um, And Then You Pray For Me, West Side Gun's latest album. Um, after I heard that feature, I went to go and see, find more songs from Peasy. And once I found this album... Man, man, this could have easily been. If Paul had listened to this album, we could have easily been having to review two albums this week because this album is something. This album is something. Mm-hmm. This is this is one of those albums that got me like very excited about hip hop. And it's been a while since an album's done that for me, man. So, yeah, man, Peasy Ghetto. Woo! Everyone should go listen to that if they get a chance, man. That's it's a it's a serious project. That's a serious project right there. Woo. Some some of y'all haven't mm-hmm. haven't hit your PZ quota for the year. That's the thing. Like, see me. I've re- I already hit my PZ quota for the year. That's before this album. So now everything <laughs> now is a bonus. It's a bonus. Some of y'all haven't even started your PZ quota for the year. And man, man, you're leaving it late. You're leaving it late. You're, one, you're wondering why your year hasn't been. You're wondering why you aren't blessed and highly favored in this year. It's because you haven't listened to PZ at all. Crazy at all. Crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts because you had your assignment from the beginning of the year, and you've left it all the way until October. November is around the corner, and then what? You have one. Mm, mm, Eastern me, I'm good. <laughs> I have had it in rotation now. Because <laughs> you, you, you're waiting for Drake instead of you to be enjoying Detroit's finest. Anyway, let me <laughs> And yes, I said Detroit's finest. Piss off, Big Sean. <laughs> It's been yeah. a while since I've talked to Big Sean. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since Big Sean called yeah, me. Yeah, landed in Detroit and having to check in with Big Sean is nasty business. It's crazy. That's nasty. That's nasty. What do you mean I'm checking in with Big Sean? You should check in with me. Yeah. Oh, man. That is... Track 101 in the archives. We officially are in the 100s. We're going to keep on marching forward. 
Um, that was a fun one, man. That was a fun review. It was a fun review. It's been a while since we reviewed a Griselda album, right? It's been what since the Liz two. Yeah, so we never. Yeah, that was the last one we did. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have any last remarks for the people? Um, don't overdose on pumpkin spice lattes in this spooky season. <laughs> instead of you guys, instead of you to warn people about bed bugs, I told you, <laughs> you, stop I told you last week, stop throwing. <laughs> And you did it anyway. So I now I'm just, just gonna give case. you nonsense. Now I'm just gonna give you nonsense. Every time you do it, you're just gonna get something who's stupid. You're just gonna get something stupid. No, in all seriousness, oh, I don't man. know who I don't know in all seriousness, I don't know who stays to this part of the podcast. If you do, we really appreciate y'all. Be mindful of the sources that you're reading and the information that you're seeing. Look deeper than the headline and the Twitter graphic or the Instagram graphic. Look deeper, do your own research mm. and see what's um the truth to, to to some of the stories that we see take us home man i'm playing us out this week i am going to play us out with kitchen lights it's only right um i'm with that everyone at home please 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 remember that nigeria never carries last peace and love oh, yeah.
I'm a cook indefinite, I'm heaven sick Shit get dirtier than Bill laying bed with the piss stains I dropped a tear for my dog, they gave him 20 When he touch back down, his baby gon' be 20 Hold your head, we gon' build a bassinet out of hundreds He said his bunkie is a nigga from my town that owe me money For an ounce, I threw him back when they was doing the Dougie They can't stop me, can't take this from me The ones praying that I fall, the ones that say they love me uh, we had a hundred bricks on the couch, it felt so good I wanted to die there So many kilos piled up, I could've climbed here I mean to this level we at, feel the law You talking to a nigga that counted a half a million cash with cocaine under his fingernails before The plug told me it move faster when you take your time I ain't understand them then, but it all made sense in due time Nine hour Paris flight reminiscing on life. Kitchen lights. Ain't my jersey in the kitchen lights. Kitchen lights. Them bricks shine different under them kitchen lights. That money look blue under them kitchen lights. Never seen a Richard Mill under kitchen lights. We don't lease, we buy the whole thing. I ain't selling nothing but the whole thing. Kitchen lights. Kitchen lights.